Holy freaking Christmas, guys. Hi, have you missed my annoying voice? Um, happy holidays. We are balls deep in the holiday season. I hope everyone is having a nice time. It's what, like four days from fucking Christmas? I don't even know what day it is. How many gifts have I bought for other people? Uh, like two and a half. Everything else, I'm like, I fucking need that. Anyway, um... I have so much to catch everyone up on. And if you have been on the gram, um, ew, I hate when people say that. I'm so sorry. Let's not say that. If you have been on Instagram and seen a couple life updates, I am a fiance, which is also so corny to say. Um, but yeah, Troy and I got engaged in motherfucking Cabo. And now we are planning a shotgun without me being pregnant. No, I'm not pregnant. A shotgun wedding. Not really shotgun. I just want to do it quick because we want to just move on with our lives, right? Um, I have... So... Anyway, hi, my brain is going a million miles an hour. I'm going to preface, preface, whatever this episode with the fact of I have very, I think, different ideas about weddings and all of that shenangdong than most people. So I don't want anyone to be offended. Okay, I just I just want to say that, like, for example, anything that says wifey on it really makes me cringe. It makes my toes curl. Like it, I just, I don't like it. There's so many things about weddings that I find extremely cheesy and corny. And I'm just going to say this first. Do we not all, like, why do we think that uh, I get there's tradition, I get there's religion, take that out of it. But every single wedding is the same as in you get ready at 4am in the morning, then you walk down the aisle, then you do pictures, and then you do this, and then you do the cocktail hour, the bride and groom don't eat, and then you have a reception, then everyone goes to bed. Why? And again, not tradition, not religion, but I just feel like everything is the same. Let's like spice it up, right? I feel like some of my friends are like, it is so you to like do something totally different. And I think that's what I'm going to do. So anyway, let's back the motherfucker up. Um had requests to tell, uh, and we did a little bit on um, my Instagram, like the engagement story. And then I want to catch you up on fucking wedding planning, because if you are a wedding planner, you deserve, I want to kiss you on the mouth. I do not know how you do it. It is literally the most wild thing in the world. So let's back up. Sorry if I just screamed in your fucking ear. Um, okay. Let's, uh, and, and this might be a re repeat repetitive of what I said on my Instagram. So if you listen to that, then there might be some, some repeats, but anyway, okay, let's like set the stage a little bit about Troy and I, and I actually have been thinking about like how excited I am to kind of share this side of Troy and I, because I think it's, it's like obviously not something that I was sharing all over my Instagram or on my podcast, but okay. We started dating in August of 2021, right? Um, when we were, I guess we were trying to think back on like when we, you know, we immediately became boyfriend and girlfriend, he asked me. And then he said, you know, for the first time that he loved me after like six weeks. And it was just very like, you know, the song. Now I get it when they say when you know, you know, like that is what it was like from the first second that I spoke to him. I was like, I love this man and I want to trap him. No, just kidding. Um, but anyway, so when it was probably like May I guess I, we're trying, we're like, okay, maybe when we were in London, we started talking about it, but 
uh, about getting engaged, right? And about, hey, I know that you are my person. You know that I'm your, like, let's do this. Let's, and we have just been so <laughs> open and <laughs> giddy. And like our friends call us golden retrievers. Like we're just like, oh my gosh, hi, yeah, okay. And every single day we tried to like, not tried, every single day from like May forward, we somehow talked about like our future. Like it was joking or it was silly or it was like, anyway. So long story short, we get back from London and we start talking about everything, right? He, this is, I'm just trying to give like examples of how open and like silly we are, but like we were in, our bathroom, like just talking about like rings. And you know, you know, when a guy, <laughs> this is so funny, Troy will kill me for saying this, but you know, when a guy like is asking you a question and you're just kind of like, like, it's just so obvious. Troy is so obvious. Sorry. I'm trying to get my brain together. It's just so exciting. Um, I would be, uh, who got engaged? Oh, I think it was like maybe Kourtney Kardashian. I don't know. We were driving somewhere and I was like, oh, and I was like looking at my Instagram and I was like, oh my gosh. And I was like looking at a ring and I was like, look at this, right? Like, this is huge. Like, blah, blah. I'm so happy for her. Blah. And Troy was like, oh, do you like that kind of ring? And I was like, fuck yeah. I was like, who wouldn't? And he was like, oh, okay. And like, then tries to pretend that he's like not staring at my phone. He's like, so you like more of a oval or a circle? And I'm like, oh yeah, like love an oval. And I'm trying to like play it off that like I don't, but I can like totally tell what he's doing. And he's like trying to dig and trying to act like he's not. And anyway, it was just so funny. So then- like we're standing in my bathroom and talking about a ring. Somehow it just came up and he just dials a phone number and he's like, Hey, and he's talking to his jeweler that I didn't know he had. Hey, um, I, ha I have Gretchen right here. And he's like, what, uh, what, what? And you can tell the jeweler's like not used to this. And I was like, wait, bro, like, what are you doing? And Troy was just like, yeah, like, Hey, we're just like really open book with each other. Um, so can you like ask Gretchen the questions that you've been asking me? And he's like, Hey, so, uh, yeah. Um, congrats. And, uh, what kind of ring would you like? And I'm like describing it. And he's like, okay, do you want like gold or whatever? Anyway. So it was so funny. And, um, when I had COVID actually, yeah, this is literally right after, um, London, because when we got back from London, I had COVID and what he literally, when I was laying in bed, like sleeping, off COVID. Um, he was in the garage and he told me this later, but he was like calling everyone that he knew. And one of his friend's moms is like a diamond jeweler or something. And he's like, babe, I just spent two hours learning about diamonds. Did you know that VS1 is this and this claret, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, this is the cutest thing I've fucking ever seen. And so anyway, he spent so much time like researching diamonds and like finding the perfect one. And it's just like the cutest thing anyway. So then, you know, when I would travel, I would obviously like watch the cameras because I'm just a psycho. And I was like, man, how is he going to get this diamond to the house without me knowing? So he actually got the diamond delivered to like a UPS store and went and picked it up, which I had no idea about. But then this is just Troy and I, right? And sorry, the story is literally all over the place, but that's just my brain. So hi. Um, he would, he kept it in one of our safes. And the, again, this is try and I, he would like ding, ding, ding. And it's the one safe that I don't know the password to. 
because of that. And he was like, hey, babe, just going in my safe. And I would do, 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 like run down the stairs. And then he'd close it with like his huge smile on his face. And he's like, oh, too slow. And it was just like the funniest, like dorkiest thing. So anyway, I, people at, one of the top questions when we got engaged was like, did you have any inkling? And it's like, Yes, I had no idea when he was going to do it. And I kept saying to him, like, not, um, I guess I kept saying to him, like, I don't want you to have so much pressure that this needs to be like this huge freaking thing. Like, I have always been, and it's the same with weddings, like, the act itself of proposing or the act itself of getting married is so special that it's like, I feel like people sometimes get away from that and they try like with weddings, different story anyway. So I was saying that to him and I'm like, you know, and, th and then we had the conversation, Hey, when we get engaged, we're going to look for a family home. That's another thing that we're adding onto our plate is we're looking for a family home, right? I bought this home for myself before I ever met Troy. And then when it was finally built, like I was madly in love with him, he immediately moved in and it's just, it's a phenomenal house. I love it more than anything. I'm so proud of this house, but it doesn't have a big yard. And it was, it's more of like my, it was like my bachelorette pad, right? It's like made for made for multiple people, but not multiple people with three dogs. So anyway, we were discussing it. We're like, okay, when we get engaged, we're gonna go look for a family home. So every time, like I would take the dogs, we would take the dogs out and I'd be like, oh, Moose, don't you wish mom and dad could buy you a nice big yard that you could play around in? And it was just like, it was, I think that that's very Dip, maybe a little bit different than like everyone, but we were so open and like silly about it. And like when he would travel for work, he'd be like, oh, send me a picture of the boys. And I would just like send a picture of my left hand like over the boy's face. And I'm like, oh, they're feeling like they really want a yard. And he like, anyway, so I say that to say that that's not how every relationship is, right? And I get that. But like, if you, I never ever felt Great. Like I never was like, Oh, I really want to bring up that. Like, I want to take the next step in our relationship, but like, I don't know how he feels. And like, I don't know. I don't want him to think I'm great, blah, blah, blah. And not saying that there wasn't ever like, a, Oh gosh, like, I hope he feels the same way. But like, once it was said, it was like, I, he never made me feel crazy. I never made him feel crazy. He brought it up just as much as I did. He like was pressuring the situation just as much as I was. You know what I mean? Like it was, and I just fit, like I know so many, I just spit all over my microphone. I know so many people who um, they've been in relationships and it's like, they feel, and they've told me this, they feel like they're like, begging almost for the next step. And it's not something that that person wants to do. And again, every single relationship is different, but like I am just so freaking passionate about the fact of like your person will never make you feel crazy. Your person, and hopefully you're on the same page, but even if it's like maybe a little bit off, like maybe, I don't know. It's just, there's, so, I just, I can't, I want to scream from the rooftops guys to like, wait for that. Wait for the person who like loves you just as much as you love them. Wait for the person who wants, like, 
like wants to take that next step with you as much as you do. Like you should never feel crazy. You should never feel desperate. You should never feel like you love that person 10 times more. You know what I mean? Like you should feel so equal in that relationship that it's like, we are, we were just so on the, we are so on the same page. So like madly in love in the same capacity that it's like, I literally never. And I know some people, cause they've told me are like, I just can't even imagine that. Like that doesn't exist for me. I felt like that. I was like, oh, this is how you're supposed to feel. Like, it's okay if like you argue to the point of tears and like someone's trying to like keep you small. Maybe they're trying to keep you small because they love you and they want to blah, blah, blah. It's like, no, that is not it, guys. Like, I promise you there is someone in this world who will adore the fuck out of you, respect you and make you feel literate. Like it makes me so emotional because it's so, it's out there, I promise. Like do not settle for someone who does not make you feel like you are the queen of his world every single day. Every single day, Troy wakes up and the first thing out of his mouth is I love you so much. Every single day, I've never woken up next to him and not heard that before. That is how every woman should feel if you are, you know, I, I guess there's like a, you know, you got to be like a, you got to be a good human. You got to be good back to them. You know what I mean? Like some people are not great. Like there are men and women who aren't great. Pe- anyway, you know what I mean? Like for the gals who are like settling in a relationship. And if you think you're settling, you are like whenever, you know, I, I do like the advice thing or when people in my previous episodes and people are like, ah, I don't know if you don't know, then it's not it. Like there should be zero doubts, zero hesitations. Like Troy could have asked me to marry him in London and I would have said, fuck yes. If it is not a fuck yes, then it is a fuck no. Like you do not mess around with that. The most important decision that you can make in your life is who you will share it with, who will raise your children, who will be with you through every single shit thing that happens in life. Like life is so hard. There are so many shitty things that happen. Wait for it. Go through shit by yourself. Okay, I've talked about this so much, but Troy and I were both in the position of like, like my friend Amanda, or actually I think it was Carly, was talking about this, how literally two nights before I met Troy, I literally was out to dinner with him, had been single for like a year and was like, guys, and they were like, no, don't say it because they thought I was going to be like, I'm just okay with like never being in a relationship, blah, blah, blah. I was like, guys. I'm like telling the universe that I think I'm ready to like find someone. Like I am I am at a place where I'm so fucking happy in my life. I love being alone, but I'm ready for like someone to come into my life. And two days later, I met Troy. And it's just, and Troy was the exact same way. He was up at his family's lake house and he was talking to his brothers and sisters. And he was like, and he said it a little bit different, but he was like, you know what? Like, I love my life. I love what I have going on. Like if I'm just the fun uncle, then like that is what it is. And so we had zero desperation and zero. we were just like, if it happens, then that's awesome. I'm ready for it. But also like, I love my fucking life. Like I'm not just gonna add someone into my life because I feel like I have to, you know what I mean? So anyway, um, so engagement, okay. Let me tell you <laughs> is that, because we're so, I knew that Troy was going to tell some of my closest friends, right? And so I would motherfucking 
offer cash prizes for these people. Like I went out to like a brunch with Amanda and Jen and I was like, listen, where is your loyalty? And they would just smile and they're like, we're not telling you shit. And I was like, I know you know something. And everyone had turned off their locations, like my entire friend group. And this is back in like August, right? Turned off their uh, locations. And I'm like, y'all, what's going on? Like, cat, like, give me a hint. Blink twice if it's going to be in this month. And every like two weeks, because I get my nails done every two weeks, always have like, hey, should I get, should I get nice nails or what, what do you think it's okay if I get bright pink nails? Like don't really want bright pink nails for you know what. And they're like, get whatever nail color you want. Like we don't know anything. And I was like, guys, like this is, so and anyway, it was just so funny. Um, but okay. So then we, in September, we went to Jamaica. I brought my dad and my stepmom and my stepsister to Jamaica. And what do you know? We're all in the pool one day. Everyone's looking, there's like 45 of us. And someone goes, Gretch, where's Troy? And I was like, hmm. And then I was like, where's my dad? And everyone was like, oh. <laughs> and they had, they were gone. They were eating jerk chicken at the chicken hut for over an hour. And they came back. And my dad is also a golden retriever. And they were, my dad was just like smiling with like glassy eyes and looking at me. And Troy's like, hey guys. And everyone's like, uh-huh. Like the most obvious thing in the entire world. And of course we were all right. That's when Troy asked my dad for his blessing to marry, like I'm a cow, like I'm a piece of property. Like it is actually so weird, but anyway. Um, and it was just so funny. And then my dad like couldn't create a sentence. And I was like, you good? He's like, mm, just had some great chicken. And I was like, awesome. Oh, so anyway, so that's in September and I'm actually, and Troy had told my dad in Jamaica that he was going to do it in Cabo. So here's an actually a uh, cool story. Troy was on the golf course with some of his buddies and had told them, including Luke, Jen Miller's husband, um, who he was playing golf with. Hey, I really want to propose to Gretchen. I'm going to get like a um, mountain house and I want to do it on December 2nd. Are you guys open that weekend? Would love to have you guys, like, just like starting to like get feelers out, right? This is, I think in like right after September. So blah, blah, blah. He, so he's playing golf that day. He gets in the car and I had called, I called him and I was like, hey babe, we're going to Cabo with Brandy and Ethan on December 2nd. And he's like, the fuck? Like, like how the, like, can she hear me talking or whatever? And so then he immediately texts Luke and is like, okay, instead of the mountains, can you and Jen get to Cabo on December 2nd. And they're like, 100%, like, absolutely. So anyway, I think this whole time that I'm going to Cabo on my best friend Brandy and Ethan, they're like baby, uh, not baby moon, like push present, like just had two babies. Um, they want to get away. It's where they went for their honeymoon. We were like, hey, we're going to crash this. And they were like, sure, like 100%, come along. So anyway, that the whole time I'm just like, I'm going with Brandy and Ethan. We're going with Brandy and Ethan. It's going to be so fun. Like just a relaxing trip, blah, blah, blah. So mind you, this whole entire time, I don't know that Troy is planning to propose to me on that weekend. And he's flying in my friends. They are going to get there and then they're going to surprise. It's going to be this whole thing. I have, I have no idea about that. I will, I'll get to the details, like where I started to get some inklings but I, there was never a thought in my mind that Jen, Amanda, and Carly would show up. 
there never was a thought in my mind. There was also never a thought in my mind that he would fly in Lindsay, our photographer, who had literally been at my house on Monday taking pictures of me and the boys um, to fly in. And so no, no fucking clue. I did, I did think because I thought any trip that we went on or anything that we were doing, I was like, oh, Troy could 100% propose to me in Cabo because my best friend's there, Ethan's there, it'll be great. Brandy can take some pics and it'll be amazing, right? I did think that because I also was like, he could propose to me at my birthday. He could propose to me on Christmas morning when we're in our house together. Or like there, he could do it, um, where else were we? On our one year anniversary. Like there, I, I always thought that, right? Because I knew we'd talked about it so much. So anyway, we are, so right before Cabo, um, I got sick, like not deathly sick, right? I just had a cold, didn't feel good. And he's like pumping. He's like, go get an IV. Here's some medicine, pump it up. And Lindsay was like sending me, the photographer, Lindsay, is sending me like a neti pot, all this medicine. You know, Troy's like, take this Sudafed, take a nap, don't do anything. Hey, have you made a nail appointment for tomorrow? And I, cause I had my nasty green nails, which I actually really liked them, but my friends were roasting me about my nails and unbeknownst, as I say it to me, that they were saying that I had nasty green nails because they didn't want me to get have green nails when I got proposed to because they all knew. So I was like, um, and Troy has never said that. So that's when my light bulb went off. I'm like, mm-hmm, okay. So he's like, you should make a nail appointment for tomorrow and while I'm like dying in bed. And he's like, and I'm like, okay. And I'm texting my friends and I'm like, I really don't want to go get my nails done. Like, do I need to get my nails done? And they're like, oh no, just like do what, you know, they're like, anyway, trying to play it off. So then go and get my nails done. Thank God. And, um, so then we're going, we're on the plane to Cabo and literally on the plane to Cabo, I'm like looking, you know, I'm sitting on the window on the right hand side and he's in the aisle. And so I'm like, just resting my hand, my left hand, like on his leg. And he's just beaming, smiling. Like he always does. Uh, when I would like do that, I'd be like, oh gosh, this hand is just so empty. And he's like, yeah, like it, you know, anyway. So then we land and Brandy and Ethan have two layovers from Portland, Maine, trying to get to Cabo, right? So then they're not that their flight didn't get delayed, but like Brandy and Ethan got stuck on the tarmac or something. So then my spidey senses start to go in because he starts to panic. And Brandy had texted me the night before and was like, hey, we have a reservation at five o'clock at this sushi restaurant or 530. I'm so excited. We should get a drink at the tiki bar on the beach right before it. And I was like, okay, like sounds great. And so then we land and we're in the car from the airport to the resort. And Troy is literally glued to his phone and looks pissed. And I'm like, are you okay? And he's like, we're not going to make our reservation because Brandy is still in the play, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, it, it's okay, bro. Like it, it doesn't matter. Like, can't we just push it back? And I'm texting Brandy and I'm like, do you want me to push this reservation back? And she's like, yeah, no, I'll do it. I'm going to email them right now. And I'm like, okay, like, sounds great. So then we start getting like closer and he's like, it's going to take them 53 minutes to get to the resort. And I'm like, it's fine, dude. Like, and I'm, I'm starting to get like almost annoyed. Cause I'm like, why does like, and my spidey senses of like, okay, is he trying to do something like, but I'm like, who cares? Like, it's fine. He's like, we're going to miss the sunset. I'm like, well, you and I aren't like, it's going to be fine. So anyway, so then we get to check in and, um, our guy is like, 
hey, uh, you know, and Troy's like, hey, can we get a room that's closest to Tatazuna, whatever the restaurant's called? And he's like, sure. And I was like, yeah, we have a reservation there at 530. And the guy's like, they're, they, uh, they don't take reservations. And Troy's like, yes, they, well, they do. Um, we, they, they took one for us. And the guy's like, I've worked here for like 20 years. Like, okay, bro, like whatever. And I'm like, oh God, like what is going on? And then we get in the golf cart to go, then they take us to the room and Troy's like pouring water on me, like being a five-year-old and like hysterically giggling. And I was like, you are like, did you take an edible? Like, are you fucked up right? Like, what is going on? And he's like spraying me with water and I'm literally texting my friends. I'm like, Troy is annoying the shit out of me. And so then we get to the room and he's like, what are you gonna wear tonight? And I was like, I, bro, I have no idea. What are you gonna wear? He's like, I'm gonna wear this white shirt. And I'm like, awesome. He's like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna steam a dress for you, which isn't out of character for him, but he's like, I'm gonna steam this white dress. And I was like, oh, I really wanted to wear this orange dress. He's like, I hate that dress, it's ugly. And I was like, geez, so I was like, all right. So he's steaming a dress. He's like, put this on, it looks so nice. And I'm like, okay. And then he's out front. So we got a room that's on the first floor, right on the beach. And he literally, I have videos of it because that's when I started to be like, okay, something is going on. And he literally walks out to the sand and is like, and is like zooming in on his phone unbeknownst, wow, so smart, unbeknownst to me, he's sending pictures to Amanda, Jen, Brandy, and Linz and Carly because they're like panicking. They're like, oh my gosh, we're gonna miss the sunset. Lindsay's like, okay, like I can get, this is, you know, obviously in text messages that I haven't seen, but she's like, okay, we can get sunsets at dark. It's gonna be fine. Like Brandy has to be there, blah, blah, blah. So he's out on the beach, like zooming in on pictures of the sand because the girls had been had been there for 24 hours and the night before they had scoped out exactly where he should go so they're like literally sending him pictures he's still in Atlanta and like they're like drawing like an x on the beach where he should stand and and Lindsay's like okay I'm going to be hidden right over here you guys are going to stand here it's going to be perfect when you see me and sending like a picture of her hat this is the beach hat I'm going to see in when be in when you see me laying on the beach with this hat on stop right after that and that's where you do it and he's like okay so he's out there and he's like showing me he's like babe we're gonna go right here at 4 42 and I'm like okay that's just a picture of the sand I'm I'm ready so I get ready and I'm like sending pictures to Jen and I'm like, blah, blah, blah. She's like, oh my gosh, you look so beautiful. I'm like, thank you so much. What are you guys doing? And she's like, oh, we're going to do blah, blah, blah with my family. And I like totally believed her. Like there was, no and sorry, mind you also, all of them had pre-recorded content and put it on their stories. And I truly, I had zero fucking clue that they were there. No clue. Their locations weren't on, their stories were normal. They were texting me very normally. So, um, anyway, so then we start to walk down to the beach and he's like, okay, Brandy and Ethan just got here or they're here and they're ready. Let's like go down to the tiki bar, whatever. And I'm like, okay, I didn't know this, but Brandy and Ethan literally sprinted into the hotel. They like gave their passports and all their luggage to like a random concierge. They're like, take this. Brandy got ready in like 45 seconds in the bathroom because the whole thing is that they didn't want to miss sunset and sunset uh, is something you can't control, obviously. So then, 
you know, Troy and I are like walking down the beach and he's like looking up at the resort and he's like, do you see Brandy and Ethan? And I'm like, no. And he's trying to distract me because he's looking for Lindsay, who's literally hiding on the beach, trying to pretend that she's like just a random person on the beach, like reading a book under a sun hat. And he's like looking for her. And I look up and I see Brandy and Ethan. I'm like, oh, there they are. And they're like a football field away. Well, I'm not really good at distance, so not sure how far. And they start sprinting. And I'm like waving and I'm like, guys, like you don't have to run. Like, it's okay. Like, blah, blah, blah. And then Brandy like comes up to me and she's like, hi, I, uh, we just saw a woman smoking a cigarette. And I'm like, what? She's like, I feel like I'm in the Twilight Zone. I'm like, what are you fucking talking about? She's like, then we got in a cab with the woman who was smoking the cigarette. And I'm like, what the fuck? I was like, awesome. Anyway, so then like being so weird. So then we start walking down the beach and I think I said it, someone said it. I was like, where the fuck is this tiki hut? Like all I see are, are, are rocks in front of us. Like if you see our engagement pictures and you see the rocks, I'm just like, there's no tiki hut guys. Like what the fuck are we doing? And then Brandy's like, Gretch, do you want to take a picture? And I'm like, sure. And so Troy takes a picture of us. And then um, I'm like shaking because it's like, I'm like feeling the nerves all over again. But then Troy's like, okay, let's take a picture. And I'm like, okay. And so then I like put my stuff down. So I'm like, oh, we'll get like a nice photo. And then I put my hand up on his chest and it is no joke guys beating out of his fucking chest. Like it was like, boom, boom, boom. And I look at him and I'm like, are you okay? And he says this, he's like, well, guess it's fucking go time. And he got down on one knee and blah, blah, blah. And it was so fucking perfect. And it was so cute. And all I remember that he said is, he's like, I told your dad from the first day that I met you, I knew I wanted to spend the rest of my life with you. And then God knows what else he said. I think he asked like, will you marry me? And I was like, sure. And anyway, it was so cute. And then I looked over to Brandy to be like, oh my God. And I see fucking Lindsay there and she was snapping photos. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? I was like, what? And we don't have this on video, which I so wish that we did, but every, so, um, okay. So, so she takes the photos, right? And then like probably five minutes later, because they wanted us to have like those photos, um, I see Jen, Amanda, and Carly walking down the beach towards me. And I have such bad eyesight that I saw three like powerful women, like doing like a power walk and they're all dressed up. They look so stunning. And then I see like their smiles and I'm like, you know, when you see something, but it doesn't like register, like you're like, I know those people, but oh, oh, oh my God. And it was just like, it was so special and just like the most magical thing, obviously, that could ever happen. Um, but with Lindsay, what we didn't get on video is that um, Lindsay or Ethan like was watching her and said that it was like in like a sniper video when someone's like hidden in the bushes and then like she like threw her hat off and like sprinted to get the shot and like was, oh my gosh, it's just like so wild, right? And then you know, we just had the time for our life in Cabo and I had no idea that they were going to be there. And it was just, it was literally, obviously, um, getting engaged is like so insanely special, no matter, even if it's in the parking lot, even if it's in your own, wherever it is, like the act is so special, but like the thought and, um, like, the, the thought and selflessness that all of them had to create that for us, like, it's just, I, 
it like still <laughs> it like still really hasn't even sunk in and it's just it was so special and so amazing and then we were like facetiming everyone and it was just literally surreal and you know then then we got to spend all those days in Cabo like I said so anyway it was just so <sighs> so amazing and the ring is just like obviously exactly what I wanted because I um so I I obviously told him and his jeweler like what I wanted but he designed everything he picked out the stone he put a um hidden halo underneath it which is I've never seen before and it's stunning it's like not around the um diamond it's like underneath it and he told me he's like it's and it's a gold band I I said that I wanted the thinnest gold band which is exactly what he got but the prongs I guess it's called are silver platinum whatever it is um and he's like oh yes that's because if they were gold then it would pull yellow but because it's this and the hidden halo does this and this and this so Anyway, um, I am so insanely happy with it. It's stunning. I need to get it um, sized because it's a, it's like a hair too, uh, like the band is a hair too big. Um, but I have these little rubber things on it that so many of you guys recommended to me. But I think I might get like the ball in it, which I've heard so many people give different um, opinions on that if you get, you don't want to get it resized completely because then like when I get god willing pregnant and maybe my fingers get a little chunky then it won't fit um but you can get like little balls on it and i guess you can get those removed i don't know so i'm gonna take it to a jeweler i just don't want to be without it i literally sleep with it i take it off when i shower someone was like do you take it off when you work out and i was like who haven't been in that predicament yet <laughs> maybe one day um anyway so that's the engagement story right now let's get into wedding planning because like I, we were even like when I was down in Houston with my friend, Marg and Jen, we were like FaceTiming Troy and we're like, okay, Troy, like we're going to go ahead and book some wedding venues for May of 2023. You good with that? And he's like smiling and he's like, yeah, sure. Like go ahead. And, um, like he was always trying to like jokingly hint. He's like, well, you know, what if we don't get engaged till 2024? Like you might be behind. And we're like, God, Troy. Um, so anyway, we have been talking about it. We've been talking about the wedding, like kind of what we would want, blah, blah, blah. So let me preface, preface this with, I have never been the type of person who like dreamed about my wedding, about my wedding dress, about the venue, like none of that. Like I talked to so many people and they're like, oh yeah, when I saw my my wedding venue, I'm like, yep, this is what I've been dreaming about since I was a little girl. That is not me. I have like never been at a wedding and I'm like, oh my gosh, like I want to do this exact, this is exactly what I want to do. Like I can't, I've just, I don't know why. Um, I just have always, and I've never like wanted to elope. Like I have always, like when I obviously met Troy, I'm like, oh, well, of course we're going to get married and like, we're going to have this wedding and it's going to be whatever. But I've never like, not that I don't care, but I, I really, I like don't care that much about it. Like that's not what's important. Like I just want to marry Troy and it's whatever it is, like a wedding is going to be beautiful, right? And it's going to be so special. Just like I said in the beginning, like the act of it is so special. So anyway, when we got engaged, we were like, oh, let's get married in Montana. Like we both grew up in New England. I you know, we have both been to Yellowstone, Montana. We love the outdoors. We love nature. We love mountains. 
Let's go to fucking Montana. So one, I, if you know anything about Delta, I was like an inch from hitting diamond status, which diamond status is depending on like how many flights you've flown with them, how much stupid money you've spent at Delta, like that's, and so then you get to the top tier. And if you get to the top tier, you get all these benefits, you get all these free upgrades. Like I get, I have been platinum. Is that what it's called? I don't know. But I get upgraded to like uh, first class for free all the time because of my status, because I only fly with Delta. The hub is in Atlanta. It's just so easy. And because we travel so much, blah, blah, blah. So I was an inch from getting diamond. In order for me to do it, I had to take one more flight somewhere at the end of the year to get that. So before we got engaged, I was like, shit, I'm just going to like fly to California and then get on another plane and fly right back because it is what we like calculated it. And it's worth it to do that for all the, excuse me, the free benefits that you get from being diamond anyway. So then when we got engaged, I was like, shit, okay, we have three weeks left of the year, two weeks left of the year. I'm going to go fly to Montana, look at some wedding venues and fly, like I'll fly back. Um, we'll fly back. We were going to do it together. Couldn't get anyone to watch the dogs, blah, blah, blah. So then Carly and I went there. Okay. And we were, I was so excited, but I was so motherfucking overwhelmed in this process. I'm going to be totally transparent with you guys. I was, I like cried multiple times and that sounds so like stuck up and I totally see that, but it was so overwhelming and confusing. It's literally great problem to have, but it was like, it was almost like saying, okay, I can, we can buy a house any, like anywhere in the United States. That's what finding a venue feels like because there's so many fucking options that it's like, how do you narrow this down? And you have to have like, anyway, you get to have, not have to have, like it's again, it's a beautiful thing, but it's so like it, oh my God, if you know me, I can't fucking book a dinner reservation. We have shown up for dinner and they're like, bitch, this reservation is for next month. And I'm like, fuck, like I have booked things in like wrong countries. Like it's, I'm so fucking bad at that kind of stuff. I do not get any sort of travel. Um, I can barely book a flight. Like it just doesn't click for me. I think my brain moves so fast that I like overlook minute details, minute, minute, whatever details about like where the location is, right? Like I'm just so bad at it. So anyway, I would, we were looking at a couple things and I was like, oh my gosh, this is so beautiful. So then long story short, we go out to Montana. Troy had this whole schedule planned for us. Like you're going to go here and then you're going to go here. Then you're going to here. Then you're going to go blah, 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 blah. And we were like, okay. So we go to the first one and I think it was a little bit of one. We went to the montage in big sky, which is fucking luxury, right? So it was a little bit of that and a, mixed with a little bit of, I just want to fucking secure a venue and a date so I can like we can move on, right? Like, I just want this to be over. Those two things mixed together, I was like, oh, this place is perfect. Let's book it, blah, blah, blah. And then they start to give the details and they're like, there's a 95,000 food and beverage minimum. And I'm like, who the fuck spends that? Like, then I talked to a planner. A planner literally laughed at me pretty much and was like, ooh, you have the lowest budget I've ever seen. And I'm like, Oh my, I'm like, and then she's like, yeah, here's a wedding that was at the montage in Big Sky. They spent $362,000 on a wedding that is six hours long. I was like, no, is this a typo? Like, what the hell? And it was, 
a beautiful wedding because weddings are beautiful in themselves. But I was, it was, I immediately was like, nope, no. Well, obviously I'm not paying a 90, who, who paid? Like, okay, all right, I'm in the wrong Wrong realm here. This is not, no. Oh my God. Okay. Never mind. So then, so it was funny because in Montana, I was like, yes. Oh my gosh, this is it. Blah, blah, blah. And then I'm, I was like, absolutely not. And then so I was talking to some people and they were like, yeah, going to Big Sky is literally like lighting your money on fire. Like before you even step there, like you're paying for the name Montana, because I don't know if it's because of Yellowstone or what it is, has just become this like money pit. Everybody wants to be there. And the planners are like, yeah, you're never going to get what you want um, because and there's no room for not negotiation. But like this is the price that it is because there's so much money coming into Montana that the vendors are like, fuck, let's jack it up. And I was like, this is not me. I am not one, obviously, spending that much couldn't even fathom that. Um, but like this, I don't want to feel like, um, oh yeah, you can barely get what you want because you have chump change. And yeah, you can't have those flowers. You can actually only have these sticks. Like anyway, so then I came back and I cried some more because I'm just a huge baby and I just get overwhelmed and like, what a, what a terrible, it's just actually kind of embarrassing. But anyway, just being transparent with you guys. Um, and then I um, got introduced to a planner here and she just made me feel so good. And we were like, listen, like, this is what we want. Like, we don't want a sit down dinner. For example, I don't like sit down dinners. Troy doesn't want them. It's so stuffy to me. And again, this is why I said, don't, don't, no one take offense to this. I think they're fucking boring. There's never, I've never been to a wedding where I'm like, wow, this is phenomenal food. Like how, how do you make a phenomenal meal for that many people? Like it's impossible. So I'm, so we were like, okay, we don't want a sit down dinner. We don't want it to like, and they always take so long, blah, blah, blah. We want people walking around in like a tuxedo with like really heavy, delicious appetizers. And like, that's, that's the vibe, right? Um, we don't like, I don't care about, like, I want to have, we want to have a first look like that is so fucking special and like intimate. And you get pictures of just that. I get the whole walking down the aisle thing, but that is not just you two. And I feel like guests love that because it's like, oh my gosh, Troy has said this from like the day we met, he's like, oh yeah, when you walk down the aisle, it doesn't matter how many times I've seen you, I will cry like a motherfucking baby. And like, he will, like I, I, I know him. Um, so anyway, that's, there's just so many things where I'm like, I don't, uh, like, you know what I mean? Like we could do like a 50 person wedding and it would be so small and intimate. And I would fucking love that. Like so beautiful, so special. Like then we get married and like, I picture, I mean, I get like the rows and stuff of people sitting, but what if like we get married in like the middle and all of our people are like in a circle around us? Like that makes me want to cry. But like, that is so like, I don't want it to be like every other wedding. And I don't, I'm not going to like pay all this money for it to be like something that I don't like want it to be be, if that makes sense. Like, I don't know. There's just so many things that we talk about. Like, we're like, let's do this. Let's do this. It's like a little bit different. This is actually what we want. Right. And anyway, weddings just go by so motherfucking fast. Like there's six hours, like literally six hours. You black out during the whole day, like, as in like, it's just so much. And I just want it to be 
a little bit different. So anyway, now we are, now we finally have a planner. We hired her. She's amazing. And we are looking at venues closer to Atlanta that we actually like know the weather. Like we don't have to guess about like fire. Um, what is it called? Like the wildfires in California that come over to Montana and give like this haze on the mountain. Like we were like, wait, what? Like we don't know anything. And I think it was amazing for us to, for me to go out to Montana because it was like, it showed what uh, we, if I didn't, then I think I would have been like, damn, like, why didn't I ever go out to Montana? Like that could have been so cool. I'm glad like what we saw, what we saw and then had the experience that we had and then like could check that off the list as like a no, you know what I mean? If you have a wedding in Montana and you can afford that fucking invite me, actually don't invite me because probably can't even afford the fucking rooms. Um, but anyway, it's so stunning, but just not what we're going to do. Um, but anyway, so that's where we're at with wedding planning. I feel so much better. Um, and I think that this whole entire podcast was just to like, it almost feel like I always say it kind of feels like therapy to talk to you guys and just like talk out my thoughts. But the whole process is like so beautiful, but it's so fucking, um, <laughs> much like I, it's so hard and like, it kind of like a wedding, if you have, and again, no offense, but if you have a wedding that's like everyone else's, it's like having the same fucking birthday party as everyone else, right? Like, I don't know. I'm just, I say this to like, if you want to do the traditional way of it, then that's amazing. But don't feel like you have to. That's like my advice to myself and my advice to anyone is like, you don't, you, you can literally do whatever the fuck you want, especially if you're paying for the wedding. Like I always say, I'm like, oh wow, some millionaire came in and was like, hey, Gretchen, I want to like, I'm like, cool, you can literally, t I will wear a brown dress if you pay for my entire wedding. Like, I do not care. Um, but like, do whatever you want to do and what makes you both happy and like what is true to the both of you, right? Obviously, the boys are going to be in the wedding. That is the first thing we ask when we talk about venues. Um, we are looking at dates in May. So it's December. We're looking at dates in May. We're looking at dates in October. Um, we don't know. We're very open. We're very flexible. We're like, maybe we'll have a 50 person wedding. Maybe it'll be 150 people. We don't, we don't know those details yet, but it's just like Troy and I are so on the same page of like, we don't have anything to wait for. Like if we want to do it in May, we want to give obviously our people as much time as possible to plan for it. But like that it's just, we, we are like so giddy golden retrievers that like we have, you know, we want to God willing start a family and start doing all of that now. And like, we're just so excited. So anyway, I'm trying to think what else, um, need to update. So, or like what the questions have been. So as far as like wedding goes, don't have any other, like, I have no idea, like what colors, um, scheme, all of that. Like all we know is that we just want it to be, I think that I want everyone to be in black. Um, I have seen so many photos on that cause now I'm like all up in the Pinterest vibes and I find that so classy. We were actually in Cabo and there was this wedding on the beach happening and everyone looked so beautiful. And there was like this random person in like a bright orange dress that totally threw off all the photos. And I was like, oh, we'll just put everyone in black. Like, it'll be perfect. Sorry, I got to burp. I'm just really growing up. Like I don't burp on a microphone anymore. It's just, I'm just so mature now. Um, but anyway, 
keep you updated on all of that. It's so fun. It's, well, now it's so fun. I feel like there's like someone else who's responsible for it in my business and in my life. Like I'm a very big delegator, like CPAs, financial advisors, like people who do this and this, like delegate things that I'm not good at. I think Um, I mean this humbly, but I'm very self-aware in the fact of like, I'm only good at a few things and I'm really fucking bad at everything else. And I delegate those things. And now that the whole planning thing is delegated, like if when, and I told her this and she was like, so on the same page, but like, come to me and be like, okay, here are three options. This color, like these flowers, these flowers, or these flowers, here's the difference in them. Here's the price, like black and white. Um, easy to read. I'm very simple minded. I can make a decision immediately like that. But if I have to like come up with the idea or like be creative, no, cannot. Nope. Can't, can't envision it. It's like, um, my designers in my house when they like did a whole slideshow and it's so funny, Brandy. Oh, I didn't even say this. Asked Brandy to be my maid of honor in Cabo. It was so cute. I like surprised her at the last, the last night that we were there. I called the restaurant before and I was like, Hey, this is what I want to do. Can you bring out tequila shots and then give her this little card? And it was so funny. Um, cause I had told Ethan, her husband and Troy obviously before that I was going to do it. And Ethan was like, okay, the code word is Moose and Henry. So like, I know when to like start filming. And I just completely forgot that. Um, but Troy was filming And when they put down the tequila shots, Brandy looked at Troy and was like, what the f- Like, why are you fucking filming me? And Troy just had like the biggest smile on his face, but then the servers like put down the card and then she just lost it. And it was just so funny and cute. So anyway, but she was like, okay, I'm gonna make you a slideshow for the bachelorette party. And I was like, fucking perfect. Like, just give me a few options. This is what we'll choose from. So anyway, um, God bless the people who are creative and organized and like know how to do this. Like you have a piece of my brain that I will never have. Um, and it's so, it's like, it's like Chinese to me. It's full. It's so incredible. Anyway. Um, and then, oh, well, I guess. Okay. So then the last thing is the house, the family house looking for something that we can grow into has a yard, either has a pool or we can put in a pool in the same area. We're in, um, like the Alpharetta area in Atlanta. It's like a suburb. Um, so we'll probably stay around here. Want to be in a good school district, all that kind of stuff. Um, and then, yeah. So uh, with our current house, we might rent it out. We might sell it. Haven't really gotten into the nitty gritty with that. We're just starting to look at houses now. Um, the market is actually like the interest rates are still really high. But like when I was selling my first townhome, I got so much money for that townhome because of what the market was. And now it's a little bit, it's almost like in our favor now because there aren't so many buyers. So anyway, we're, um, We're looking around, but not a lot of people sell during the holidays. I guess they maybe it'll pick up in January. So we'll see then. But just a lot going on. I have been a little bit MIA on my Instagram. Just like, I feel like my time is spent behind the scenes right now. Like with my new skin team and just a couple other things that I have going on. And then like all this wet, all this like great stuff that we get to do. So um, I finally feel like a little bit of a weight is off my shoulders and I can come back to talking on stories all the time, which I'm excited about. But hope you guys um, are having a good holiday season. Um, Wanted to touch on this too, just because it's been such a well, well talked about. That's not the right word. Um, It's been talked about so much is the passing of Twitch. Um, uh, And I just wanted to touch on it and say like, 
There are so many different opinions about that whole situation, the whole devastating situation that happened. If you're not sure, he um, was, I never watched like the Ellen show. I don't think I've ever seen an episode of the Ellen show, but I'm pretty sure he was called like the smile spreader or something all about positivity. And he, trigger warning, um, he committed suicide and he was, I think like 40 years old, had, I think three kids, wife, like very, very active on social media. Like I used to watch um, the wife's stories and they were like, they were very good dancers. And I'm so sorry, I don't know like exactly all the details about him, but I remember like I have, I have followed them for a really long time and like watching their videos, their cute ass family dancing and everything. And it's just so fucking insane to, to, to think, obviously I don't, that that anyone it's so sad right about suicide and all of that sorry i'm trying to speak gently about this because i don't want to say something um that would offend anyone or, or upset anyone but it's it is like i um have a lot of people who are close to me family members that deal with mental illness and i just I think, I don't remember where I read this once, but someone said, like, if someone broke their leg, you wouldn't say, oh, it's all in your head. Just like some people used to say about mental illness and some people still do. I think that a beautiful thing in the world is that mental illness is being more talked about. Not that mental illness is obviously a beautiful thing, but I do like how it's being discussed and people are are being feeling more comfortable to open up um, more people, obviously not everyone, but I just think that it's like, it's a disease. It is not something that is easily black and white fixed, obviously. And, you know, Mel Robbins put out a post and she was like, okay, well, someone can die of brain cancer and someone can die from committing suicide. And she said, oh, I, I view them as the same thing. Like the disease deteriorated their brain and, that's how they died. And then anyway, so I think there's a lot to unpack with that, but I think it's just such, I've put this on my Instagram, but it's just such a fucking another reminder to like, do, do not, do not be a dick. There is no fucking reason to be mean to anyone. Give everyone as much grace as humanly fucking possible. The holidays are such a hard time for so many people, but life in general is so hard for so many people, especially those I do. I luckily do not suffer from depression or any sort of suicidal thoughts. I never have, so I cannot relate, but I do know people very close to me who have, and it is something that cannot be fixed easily. It is such a complicated, I'm not going to even try to explain it, um, but it's just so much and you it's something that is so hidden, right? Like if someone has a broken leg, you can fucking see that. And you can be like, oh my gosh, like let me help you up these stairs. Your leg is clearly broken, but you don't know. It, someone doesn't wear a hat that says, I am suffering from depression. I am having suicidal thoughts. Like you don't fucking know that. So you might as well just fucking maybe keep in the back of your mind that someone is going through that and you should maybe give them some fucking grace and be extra fucking nice to them. And if someone is mean to you, that usually 99% of the time means that they are hurting inside. So do what you want with that information, but like maybe don't attack them back, right? If someone is being cruel to you, don't accept that, right? Stand up for yourself. Hey, I do not tolerate this, whatever it is, but 
maybe think twice before attacking them back. And I know that's really hard and, and maybe, you know, I've, uh, that's a little hypocritical of me because I've said things like stand up for yourself, have a fucking backbone and don't deal with shit. Yes. But I don't know. There's something that hit me and I think hit a lot of people with this, um, tragic, terrible thing that I know happens so often. But anyway, just a reminder that, uh, There is no fucking reason to be a dick to anyone, especially, especially someone who you have no fucking history, like a server, someone on the road, someone uh, who cuts you off in traffic, someone who doesn't get your order right, uh, uh, someone who isn't quick enough to help you at the store you're shopping. You know what I mean? The customer service people. Hey, just FYI, when you're talking to customer service, what, like you, they didn't get your fucking furniture, right? Like that's not their fucking, that's not their fault, right? They, they're fucking a customer service person, maybe makes $15 an hour to listen to people fucking bitch and scream at them. Like, and I'm speaking to myself because I've gotten very fucking frustrated with that. And I have to kind of remind myself, this is not their fucking fault. And this is literally what they do to put food on their table for their people. Like this, this is literally what they do. Right. So anyway, Sorry to end on a sad, not sorry, but no, this is a sad thing, but um, so many people have been talking about it. I know it can, is in a lot of people's minds, so just wanted to touch on it. Um, but I love you guys so much. I hope everyone's doing okay for the holidays. Don't spend money that you don't have. If you need any uh, little hot hot advice, hot tip on, on gift spending, overspending, going into debt during the holidays. I think a couple episodes ago, I touched on it. It's just not necessary. It's not what the fucking holiday's about. Love your people, hug them, check in on them, spend time with them. It is free. It is free to give compliments. It is free to make someone feel special. You do not have to have money to make someone feel special. And someone does not need to spend money on you to make you believe that they love you. Did I say that right? So, um... Anyway, hopefully I'll have another episode before Christmas, Um, but hope everyone enjoys the next week, their weekend, whatever day it is. I love you guys. If you have no idea who I am, no idea why you're listening to this, but GB Clark on Instagram. If you are a woman, join my Facebook group. It's so fun. And uh, I love you guys. See you soon.